Last week on Axe's Armor and Amulets, the party is accosted by a drunk priest trying to woo Emma, a barkeep pitching a sail to Kalti, and a Zentarum agent that has the party on edge. Come find out what happens next on episode 19, True Colors. Episode, episode 19, guys. Like, hey. we've been doing this for a few months now. How are you guys feeling with, you know, playing? I mean, and granted, it doesn't feel, I mean, I do make things a little more theatrical. But for the most part, you know, it's kind of, I, we kind of play the same. So what are your guys' thoughts on this recording and this podcast? I'm like Emma's, it. yeah, Emma's coming out, getting more of her personality out there. Og is kind of discovering, um, not only like the whole tribe thing with being with the party and stuff, but also uh, I, I just thought of how to become a rogue without becoming a rogue. <laughs> so, uh, of course, of course, up. you're. When I'm asking about the podcast, you're like rogue. Rogue, 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 rogue. <laughs> but yeah, like I'm, I'm having, I'm having a blast with it, and you know, um, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. So, you guys remember when we first started this? How nervous we were. Yes. Like mm-hmm. how different oh, it's going to be. Yeah, the the, the shakiness and the voices. To- for us to listen to ourselves for the first time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, there was there was concern of, you know, it not being fun anymore now that we're recording it. There was yep. concern of, mm-hmm. you know, it wouldn't feel like. I mean, let's let's be honest. We, the the five of the five of us, we've got six of us. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, six. Yes, yeah, six. <laughs> so, so five math, players, one DM. Math are hard. Uh, math are hard. <laughs> but you know, we we ended up kind of all being thrown together through a mosh posh of different campaigns. Like I met Maria through uh, a campaign before she was invited to the campaign where she met, you know, Kyle, Daisy, and Shake. And then she invited me into that, and then we got kind of, you know, close knit and and started building our our you know uh, camaraderie through that campaign, and then we came over here to start this one. And with how busy you were, Kyle, I didn't think mm-hmm. you coming over was going to be a thing. So we invited, you know, Catherine in, who Shake met through another uh, group or a yeah. you know. Uh, D and D Facebook group or something like that, and uh, and then Kyle, you eventually joined us too, and like we just we got this tight knit little group here that gets to play together, and yeah. I remember a lot of concern about losing that playing for fun with your friends aspect that everyone mm-hmm. was worried about losing with this recording. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm totally well, we not. had some growing pains and, you know. Oh, we still we have growing pains. We still have growing pains. Oh, yeah. And I'm still figuring it out. <laughs> but <laughs> we... But how, how is it for you, Mr. Quentin DM? You've got a yeah. huge brunt of the work. Uh, oh. Yeah. I, I mean, if, if we're being serious here on the recording, um, it, it's pretty exhausting, actually. I... Um, I spend more time thinking about this campaign than I have any business doing. Um, You know, trying to manage the social media part of it, which I'm doing awful, by the way. I haven't touched Twitter in like a month and a half, and I know that's awful. Our Instagram has a whopping three followers. (laughs) Social media is probably the hardest part of marketing. Oh, wait, we have an Instagram? Yeah, we have an Instagram. That's like, that's how good at this whole social media thing I am. Like, the core, the core players don't even know we have an Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) 
um, you know, the, and then the, the prepping of everything, like, you know, getting into this, doing the research on the free, you know, free content usage with Paizo and Wizards of the Coast, making sure we're not stepping on any toes, you know, thank goodness we got, uh, you know, we got a, um, a Facebook manager to help us, you know, with the, that came in the package for the website and all of that jazz, um, because they've been a godsend. I don't think I could, I mean, our, our growth and our reach on Facebook definitely is attributed to those guys. Um, and then the editing and, you know, all of the, the sound sets, which we have all the, all the copyrights too. So nobody come at me for that stuff. Um, <laughs> it has, You're going to be hearing from my lawyer. <laughs> hey, hey, we got, we got your name on the theoretical dotted line here. Okay. <laughs> I will be copywriting my voice. The cave sounds are real because Quentin was out there with a microphone crawling around in the dirt. <laughs> so okay, so so you guys remember um, the episode where you guys were in the tavern in Nightstone with Morak and uh, Calty was playing the music. He rolled the performance check, mm -hmm. and I yeah. actually recorded myself doing three different <laughs> voices and then modifying chug, the chug, timber chug. of them to put the chug, 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 chug in the background. Because, oh, because, well, so here's the thing is, you know, there's different levels of success with the DC checks. And with that Nightstone one, had he rolled the DC 25, which he rolled a 23. A 25, like, th this day becomes like a holiday for Nightstone. Like, they are rescued and Nightstone stands victorious against the goblins and the giants and the Zentarum and the orcs, and it becomes a Nightstone holiday. And people lose their mind. Like, half the town is drunk. No one shows up to the uh, actual, like, award ceremony where you guys are, knight, you know, essentially knighted heroes of Nightstone because everyone's too hungover. <laughs> Dang it! And too Two points close, away. Calty. Two points. So, so like so close. So like I wanted to add a little extra in there, and so you know, and my voices are awful, so I just turned it really, really quiet and changed the timber on all of them, and there was the party. <laughs> well, if you ever need extra voices, let me know. I can do my best. Oh, and I <laughs> and I I love that you guys, you know, all of us. Well, most of us have full time jobs. Some of us are parents. Some of, you know, like, we literally do this on the side. And it's a lot of fun, but don't fool yourself. There's a lot of work that goes into this. So the summer when Daisy and Shake come out, I'm really excited because I'm offloading everything, and they can do it. And I'm taking a month off. <laughs> are you going to put me out in front of your house with flyers? No, no, I'll I'll put you to work. Spending uh, a halberd <laughs> with the halberd. <laughs> no, Daisy's gonna do the editing. All I'm gonna do is the prep and the DMing, and uh, that's all I'm gonna do for like four months because I'm tired. <laughs> but it's been fun. It's been fun. I wouldn't change it for anything. And I, you know, I want to be there too. If you need help, you let us know. Oh, I I know. I I love you guys. This is this is why I'm happy to DM for you guys. This is why we need to buy a house with like five rooms so we all live in the same place. We're gonna need more than five rooms. Like, yeah. Uh, listen, uh, if we give my kids like another four plus years. If if we really want to do a communal house, like, don't tease me because I'm all I'm a, I'm on Daisy's like. Daisy's side uh -huh. of the fence when it comes to this, like com communal living. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm here for it. So we Sweet. need. A, Daisy we need and a, I can run the kitchen. We need a we need a 14 bedroom <laughs> house. Like I I can uh, I I just need a parking spot and an electrical outlet and a hose, mm -hmm. and I will just park my house next to your house. Like it's good. But I'm cooking in your kitchen because it's it'll be bigger. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so don't tease me with that communal living thing. Like, I'm all about that. <laughs> Speaking of, I, Daisy, you got to stop. Daisy's so 
you got to stop posting all those uh, houses out on the East Coast. I am not an East Coast <laughs> boy. I'm not an East Coast boy, but dang it, some of those are looking real nice. I told you we got all the good old houses out here. We do. Because I don't think you're going to get me to the Midwest. Well, I mean, if you want to stay out West, you can always just, you know, hollow out a giant tumbleweed and live inside of one of those. (laughs) (laughs) See, I'm a coastal girl. I got to be, even if I'm not visiting the ocean, I got to be near the coast. One side of the country or the other. Oh, so you won't visit me, Catherine? That's so sad. Oh, that doesn't that doesn't mean I won't visit. I just won't live. Hey, one well, might argue to, like one of the biggest lakes on our continent. So I, I know like, that's yeah. I mean, it's basically a sea, which is basically a coast. So yeah. I just have to go up there and see if I feel the same way. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I mean, it's got seasons. That's like my big thing. I did not like about California was there were no seasons. I mean, there well, were two seasons. And the Great Lakes have their own weather. So, mm-hmm. like, I mean, mm-hmm. they are... I told my girlfriend, I was like, if you want an ocean, you won't feel any different about the Great Lakes versus the yeah, actual Yeah, because ocean. if you stand on the edge of it, you can't see the other side of it. Yeah. Boom, it's an ocean. It's, it's just yeah. a little... The smell is different. True. Yeah, but still... So, again, like, I just... I haven't... I've been to Chicago, but I can't... That's not, like, a great sense of what the Great Lakes are like. I need to actually visit them properly. Oh, yeah. There's sand dunes. Pretty. Well, guys. Alright. I think we're actually in the middle of a tavern adventure like we were just discussing. I didn't even have to segue it. Here we go. I love it. Yeah. And, and, and... (laughs) Someone's hitting on Emma, and it's really weird. It was... Oh, dude! Oh, I forgot about that. Now I'm so excited. I also talked to you about nice music to set the mood for our uh, priestly suitor. To, uh... To, um... Do a little recap. Do a little recap. You guys arrived in Tribor, and of course it's, uh, getting a little late, so most of the shops were closed. You, You guys decided not to go look for the, uh... Lion Share or Lion Shield? And Lion Coaster. Lion Coaster, thank you. And uh, you guys ended up going to Talking Troll Tavern and Inn. Whose owner has grand plans. Yes. Kellen. Or, I'm sorry, not Kellen. Kaylin. Um, has grand plans for this dump of a tavern. However, there's literally... Every booze you can think of. You want it, they got it. But this is kind of a kind of a seedy little shithole of a town. Uh, while you guys were getting some drinks, doing some conversation, um, Rhea went and talked to this uh, priest of hell who is drunk named Silvarin and brought him back to the table and Silvarin took an instant liking to Emma, and is now ruthlessly hitting on her. Kalti, her. Kalti went and started talking to Kaylin, and found out that Kaylin is a little on the um, eccentric, uh, exec- eccentric side. Has aspirations for this tavern, and as that conversation was taking place, a well-dressed businessman. With an eye patch with the symbol of the Zentaro walked in. And uh, that is where we left off. Um, I have a question. Yes. Is Pansy off in kind of the corner or is she out where she's very visible. Uh, I think you guys were looking for kind of a more inconspicuous spot, but I don't think it was ever said, we're going to go sit in a corner somewhere. Okay. And it's kind, of hard, us, like... it's kind of hard to not be, or to be inconspicuous, when there is a very loud man loudly hitting on the half-orc at your table. True. I mean, you could hide behind his noise. Really? Mm. 
will um or hide behind og is there a ladies room or a bathroom yes they're (laughs) they don't they don't make you guys go outside and pee like animals in this place i i I don't think you want to be in in this bathroom in this place (laughs) (laughs) see any little dive bar do you really want to go by yourself (laughs) somebody will watch your drink emma emma will totally go yeah. She has no idea what person? to do with the situation. Just saying. Uh, Pansy's gonna look over at Emma and say, "Why don't we go powder our nose?" Good idea. She's gonna pull her away from priestly guy S- Silvarin, who looks absolutely devastated. Hey, you gotta pretty pretty yourself up. All right, Og, Og and Rhea, <laughs> yeah. Og and Rhea, Pansy and Emma leave you with Silvar. Do you guys do anything? I would like to do a perception check of the room. Roll a perception, and Og, what about you? I think I would uh, ask for a glass of water or a tankard of water. I would do press the digitation on it to make it taste like booze, and I would give it to the priest. Ooh! So that he sneaky, might sneaky. sober up a little bit. <laughs> Remember, uh, Rhea cast restor- uh, restoration on him, so he doesn't have any of the side effects of being drunk. He's just drunk. He's this just is drunk. just him normal. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Kelty, you were having conversation with, with Kaylin. Mm-hmm. And he looks at you again, and he says, "Little Goblin, I have a question. You seem to be a well-cultured and well-traveled young man. How would you like to join me in a business venture?" Kelsey's gonna put his little arm up on the bar, like you know what I mean, like like engaging in a business deal. Mm-hmm. He's gonna say, "Shoot." Well, as I've told you, that I have aspirations and dreams. For the talking troll. Well, unfortunately, I inherited this place, and he kind of, like, motions around. And you can, like I said, there is obvious damage in this place. At one point, in fact, it looks like half of it almost burned down. And there is still an opening out to the, the sky itself. He says, while the talking troll has come stocked with more liquor than I have ever been able to see or find in any other establishment I have ever been in, Unfortunately, I do not have the capital in which to renovate the talking troll. Mm-hmm. If you would, say, look to make an investment into someone else's business, I would be willing to share the profits with you. And you as, as he says that, there's a <clears throat> down the bar, and you see mm. the well-dressed man. Now that he's in the bar, you see a half-elf standing next to him and you hear uh hey kaylin how about you pour me one of them brandies and bring it down here and kaylin looks at you and says uh, uh what was your name again the name was cal t and uh i'll be right with do, you 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 do that i'll think about it okay all right i'll be right i'll be right back Rhea, what did you get for your perception well the only thing that really catches your eye besides of course this very interesting priest of hell is the two gentlemen that just walked to the bar. Of course, I said there is a properly dressed businessman. He, he is wearing fine clothes, not suited for an establishment like this. He's the one wearing the eye patch with the logo of the Zentaro. His associate that is standing next to him, however, catches your eye and you're not sure why. I'm gonna elbow Og and tell him that guy next to the fancy looking dude, he's giving me some weird vibes. Og's gonna look back at uh, Rhea and say uh, perhaps we should be on our guard. They might look like trouble. Silvarin, still sitting at your guys' table, says that's Erlang. 
the owner of the uh, uh, Tribor Trading cap, uh, Caravan. The man next to him, that's, I don't know if they're business partners or he's his bodyguard, but that's Valken. If the rumors are to be believed, he has a nasty reputation. Though, both encounters I've had with them have been rather pleasant, if not um, dismissive of my plight. Nasty reputation, you say? If the rumors are to be believed, yes. What rumors? Oh, well, and he kind of, he leans a little bit closer. Oh, I'm, I'm sure you've heard the rumors that the Zentarum is in bed with the Black Network. No? I have not heard those rumors. Oh, yes. The Zentarum are not as clean-cut as they claim they are, so say the rumors, anyways. Those men, at least, Erlam, is a recruiter for the Zentarum. They claim to be on the side of change and peace and order, but rumors say otherwise. What do you say? I say that Erlam is an asshole. <laughs> Pansy, did Pansy already leave, or would she have heard that? Uh, I well, I mean, how long are you guys going to spend in the washroom powdering your nose? Ah, uh, actually, you know what? You know what? Pansy, if she's let's, okay, let's let's we're going to go to the washroom and we're going to see Pansy and Emma enter the washroom. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> Pansy is going to look at Emma and say, "This might be a little startling for you." I need to get information from that guy. He works with the Zentarum. And if what I'm thinking is true, I can get information from him that might help us. Are you thinking of uh, doing that? Pansy is going to start shape-changing into her father. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Oh, this no. is episode 19. Oh. Here it is. Finally. Uh, Daisy, what ability are you using? I am using the ability Shape Changer as I am a changeling. <laughs> so, Emma, before you stands Pansy, who you have come to know and love, adore, at least be friends with. <laughs> and she says this might be unsettling, but I gotta get information. And slowly, like, her face like begins to blur into almost nothing for a moment as she just becomes featureless and then standing before you and pansy are you changing into your father as the wood elf or the yes. changeling version of your father the wood elf because that is what he always fronts with I had a joke for this, but I, I want to see where this goes. Emma's <laughs> <laughs> gonna like kind of cautiously, but like grab Pansy's or this person who used to be Pansy, <laughs> her shoulders, and so is this what Mister Volstis meant? Yes. So you, you Zephyros. Zephyros. Volstis is Giant Slayer. <laughs> and he's the bad guy. He's the you got a you got a nice wizard and the BBEG of a different campaign confused. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, Zephyros. So, so you you should go back to the others. I'm going to go to the bar. Alright. Should I tell the others anything? You're probably going to have to talk to them after this. Uh, yeah. Keep it um, quiet for right now. Right. And Emma's got this <laughs> serious, like, perplexed face. Like, I don't know if I have the intelligence to deal with this. <laughs> like, yeah. And she kind of walks out looking really confused to go sit back down at the um, table. I'm, I'm dying. And she just, like, kind of keeps glancing back, like, <laughs> really just I'm, see what I thought and what I saw, like. <laughs> all, all I can picture is her dressed up like an elf, and all I'm thinking of is Mel Brooks dressed as yogurt. 
from Spaceballs. <laughs> My gosh. <laughs> I'm dying over here. <laughs> Don't hate me. I've never seen Spaceballs. <gasps> what? What? Hate what? I was watching I it last night. Remember that? Maria. Night, um, Maria? It's better than Star Trek or Star Wars. Oh, uh, no. But, <laughs> Daisy, we're going to get back to that. Maria, you've got a week <laughs> to watch Spaceballs, or we are going to talk about your uh, presence on this network. Oh, that is a classic. I will stream it. I will stream it in our Discord if I have to to make sure you watch it. Like, seriously, I have a list of movies I have never watched, and Spaceballs is not one of them. Oh, it's yeah. so good. Oh, my it's so gosh. Funny. It's so good. I mean, Mel Brooks. I mean... Yeah, and Maria, yeah. just so you know, I wouldn't actually kick you off the network for not watching Spaceballs, <laughs> but I will make fun of you every week for it. Okay, Daddy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, okay. Oh, my God. What is happening to this episode? It is getting I know, I know, I know. No, I know. I'm get, Daddy. We need to get back. We're losing yes, we're it. Okay, okay, guys, guys, guys. Emma comes back, and she sits down, and she looks really perplexed, and she reaches for a mug, whatever mug is available for her to drink from. There is a there is a mug that tastes like beer. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> That's what she grabs. She's like, oh, my like, gosh. Oh. Right a effect, mug that tastes like beer. <laughs> okay, now, Pansy. Uh huh. Um, are you just gonna now walk out of the bathroom, or are you gonna try and like sneak out a back door and come around the front entrance? Like, what are what is your plan now? Like, what? Ah, uh, well, I kind of hoping that um, drunk guy is still uh, attracting attention, so that I can kind of out of the bathroom and uh, I'm, I'm going to walk up to Olam. Okay, so you're just going to try and sneak out of the bathroom and stay in the tavern? Mm-hmm. Are you are you like yes. trying to sneak out of the tavern and come in through the front door? What Walk nope. me through this. I'm, I'm, so I'm going to come out of the bathroom I assume it's near the back like the stairs, the hallway, something. Uh-huh. Walk, walk up the bar towards the front where he is and um, put my hand that now is a man big man hand with a ring on it on the uh, <gasps> do you put on the ring from the snake seven yep <gasps> okay and oh, it's uh, on now <laughs> I'm gonna put it on the counter kind of like stand next to him and just put my hand on the counter, kind of like I'm leaning, but so that he can very obviously see my hand. Roll a stealth. Is trying to watch but not yep. watch at the same time. I want to know what Calty has noticed. <laughs> Thirteen. So if you fail it, that's good, right? Because then he can see your hand. I will know if the stealth is walking out the back. Well, I was going to say a if he, well. Let's just, let's roll my perception. <laughs> yeah, walking up on his blind side. Okay, you ready? Mm-hmm. You walk up, put your hand down next to Orlam, or uh, Erlam. Erlam? Erlam. Erlam. And he does one of those where as he's getting his drink from Kaylin, Kaylin's going back to Calti uh, to, to finish a conversation. Uh, he grabs his drink and kind of like looks down and then does a double take. Hmm. And then he turns to where he like looks at Valkyrie and then looks to you and all you hear is <clears throat> I was not expecting to see you again so soon, Lars. And that's coming well, from Valkyrie. Well, if you want something done right, I guess I have to do it myself. And Erlum turns. Oh, oh! Now, Mister Spurlock, uh, what do you mean by that? Everything here in Tribor seems to be going according to plan. Oh, is it really? How far have you gotten? And he kind of our plan. He kind of looks around and goes, "I don't necessarily think this is." the best place to be having this conversation. 
Mr. Spurlock. As you know, there are a few eyes and ears that we are trying to keep a safe distance of. You're right. Where can I meet you? Why don't we take a walk back on over to my place and we can have this discussion again. I'm real surprised you came back. We saw you here just about three or four days ago. I have had some troubling news and I'm coming to clear some things up and find out what the news is here. Very well then. And he like shoots his brandy, puts it on, you know, put slaps it on the bar and he says, Kaylin, please put that on the tab for me. And he like wraps his arm around you and he says, all right, Mrs. Spurlock, we'll, we'll get this all straightened up. We'll get you back on the road, back to Neverwinter as soon as possible. All right. And Erlem leads you out of the bar with Valken hot on his tail. Um, as I'm leaving, I'm going to give a side glance to Emma. Just like a little side glance. Roll a deception. Uh, 23. All right, Emma, you see the side glance. Interesting. It's just a side glance? Like, Emma's like, what am I supposed to do? Like, she just kind of raises her eyebrows, like, like, do I... I kind of put Emma in a rough spot there. She's enjoying her old duels. (laughs) Kelty, you're up there at the bar. Roll a perception check. Thank you. I was really, really hoping that I could, I would, I would at least notice it. I might not recognize it, but who that is, but, uh, be like, that would be weird, I feel like. Yep, shoot. Plus oof, oof. Nine. Sorry, buddy. Evidently, you're real deep in thought about, uh, about Kaylin's offer of a, a joint, a joint yeah. business venture. Um, yeah, well, actually, he actually has been, he had an idea a little while ago that's been ruminating, and this might be an opportunity to start down a path for that plan. We'll discuss it in a minute when he comes back. Emma, what are you doing? You know, I was really, I, I gotta use the restroom again. And she goes <laughs> to find a back way out so she can try and follow, so, like, Fancy has backup. That old duels went right through ya. <laughs> yeah, it did, you know? Didn't even get a buzz off it like she was hoping. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna say that, you know, you saw, you saw like a, a back door um, when you went to, you know, the washroom. Uh, you saw a back door that you think might lead through a kitchen and then a back door, but you, you think that might be where you're headed. Like, in a, like an employee's entrance, you know? Right, yeah. I mean, because it'd be really weird to step out like a corner of the bar where it's broken. Um, yeah, and then she tries to see if she can see them and discreetly follow. This is not going to go so well. <laughs> Roll a perception. Okay. Why do I not have my character sheet up yet? <laughs> this is like a Scooby-Doo episode where all the characters just keep slowly disappearing. Now it's just me and... Uh... Yeah. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> it's become it's turned into horror. Uh, okay, Perception, where are you? Oh, okay. Uh, da, da, da. 17. <gasps> okay. That was a club you see, with that 17, you see... Uh, the now changed pansy and the two figures that she wanted to approach walking. So if you look at the map, uh, T12 is the talking troll. Okay. Which is kind of the North block of the city. Like that, uh, kind of that L shaped building at the far North. All right. Why it took me so long to find the map. Okay. So we are at (laughs) T12. We're at T12. Yep. You see them walking south on the long right. road towards back towards like the main town square. Alright. Now you want to follow discreetly. Yeah. Roll a stealth. Yay Uh-oh. for not wearing chain mail. Or T12. Alright. Um, 
this is where it gets interesting. Yeah, uh, yeah. Twelve. So you follow them stealthily. They make their way down to that first, looking at the map still, uh, kind of that T interchange right next to T8 and T3. They start going west up that road. And for just a moment, like a split second, you lose sight of them. And then as you come around that, that section of the road, you see Pansy and Orlo, but you don't see the third man. Wall next nearby that she can just kind of dumble into and lean against. Yeah. Yeah, that's what she's going to do. Okay. Then she's just going to, like, put her hand on her head like she's got a headache. Are you being deceptive right now? I mean, you could say she's being deceptive, yes. (laughs) That requires a roll. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yay! (laughs) I guess I should have taken the cat to the bathroom with me. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 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 Uh, Emma's like (laughs) leaning against the stone wall trying to faint having a headache and she just Ow! My uh, Headache. (laughs) Uh, Why? Why? I don't like this. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. I'm sorry. (laughs) Emma. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Shake. What were you going to say? I was going to say, what what was that thing? Uh, I was playing a game the other day, and uh, one of the audio dialogues was. It looks like it, it, it's it's a field of force. It must be a force field. Oh, <laughs> I, I, I just my brain just kind of swirled there for a second. <laughs> all, all right, Emma. How long are you gonna do that for? Are Pansy and the other guy still walking? Do you mm-hmm. do you get uh, do you uh, get off of the wall and go to take a peek? Just glance from where she is at the wall if she can. Uh, if she can, you go to take a peek, and you cannot see them. It looks like on that next road going west that they took one of those other roads while you were fainting ill. Fuck. She's gonna stay there for a little bit longer before she like just pushes herself off. <sighs> Would the rest of us notice that, uh, you know? I mean, Emma and Pansy are missing. Yeah, I am. Listen, I am gonna. I am gonna let you guys roll. I was just. I wanted to see this through to the end real fast, and then we're going to come back to the talking troll. I think Emma's going to punch a wall. Punch like the wall she was just leaning against. And and back to the tavern. Alright, after you punch that wall, you hear a feminine voice. It, sound, it looks like you're having a kind of a spread of emotions tonight. You're doing alright there? Yeah. And uh, you see a a human female wearing what looks like some sort of metal armor, and she's just kind of looking at you. We're just gonna go back to my friends. Okay. Just uh, saw you pretending to be ill, and now you're kind of angry. Just wanted to make sure you were doing okay. Maybe again in the morning. She kind of like she like she's got like that full on kind of like grumpy stalking off. <laughs> okay. A little bit of like a toddler <laughs> fit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, why? 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 
Barb has a shirt. Oh! <laughs> well, this is amazing. This is amazing. Okay, we're now um, gonna go back to the inn. So, Rhea and Og, you guys are unfortunately entertaining Silvarin, who is talking your ear off about his quote-unquote political assignment and how pissed off he is about it, how much money in debt he is to the talking troll now because he's just sitting here drinking all the time, and basically just an overall Debbie Downer while drinking everything he can get his hands on, including (laughs) the alcohol-tasting water that Og feeds him. Oh my gosh. Sounds like you're going through a rough time, buddy. As long as you entertain him, that is all literally all he continues to talk about. With the occasional comment about how beautiful Emma is, and he can't wait for her to return. Yeah, just let me know when she returns, because she knows what she's going to do. Yeah. Do either of you do anything, especially after a few minutes, and you notice that both Pansy and Emma are gone. Like, Emma came back but then left again. And you still haven't seen that. I would do an insight check to see if I feel like something's something's up or something's wrong. Uh, I will not let you roll that because you have no idea like, you would have... If you had saw Pansy get, you know, her arm you know, like taken out of this tavern, I would consider letting you roll that, but... Mm-hmm. I think you need a target for an insect yep. sight check. I think Og would ask um, the priest uh, about his tab, like how much it would be. Like, perhaps we can uh, get you to your next destination. Um, uh, my, my tab is... Five gold, which I just do not have any longer. Five gold, you say? It's not that bad. I was gonna say if Emma, ah, Emma's not there yet, though. Is she? Well, no wonder this place is going downhill. The price of booze is freaking. <laughs> well, you <laughs> he's you been there drinking all day. You you realize that a like a that's a lot. A a pint of meat is like a cop is like two copper. Ah, okay. So yeah, that, that makes so, a little more sense. Yeah, so this guy this guy has literally like five gold pieces. We're talking equivalent of like no, no 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 five gold pieces? That's like two and a half months. Oh. Like this put- this guy has very easily drank in nowadays terms like four thousand dollars worth of booze. Holy yeah, guys. moly. We're we're we are crazy rich. I put ten gold in front of him. Ten, it's five. You're feeding his addiction. I put <laughs> ten gold in front of him. Do you say anything? Or does Og say no. anything? Og would say uh, to pay his tab and take the other five gold for supplies to get to the next town. Just a straight D twenty. Yep, just roll it. Just roll a straight D twenty. Both of us, or just Og? Just Og, because he's the only one that said anything. Well, oh, all right. There we go. Well, there's a, a five, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Had to roll it on mine. <laughs> His um, phone is having issues. No. Um. So the DC was ten, and the way it works is for every additional gold piece. Add a plus one to the modifier. So with her giving ten gold pieces, that's plus five. On your five, that's exactly ten. He looks at you both, and he, and he just, yeah, yeah. I thank you both. May may Helm protect your travels. And if you ever find yourself in Red Larch, please come visit me. And please bring your half orc friend. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> he's, he just stands up, 
He runs up to the bar. He throws the five gold pieces on on the bar, and just off he goes. Damn it! Is Emma there to see him run off? Yeah, we'll say that uh, he bumps into Emma as Emma's coming back in. Good, because she's gonna grab him. And, she and you, him? you grab him, and he just goes, "Oh, my lady." <laughs> 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 gonna go. Where does Erlum live? Do you know? Uh, yes, he he lives at the uh, the uh, and like you you have him a little flustered. You can tell. Uh, and he's like he, he he uh he lives he lives at the Triborn Travelers Estate, which is right right behind T three. Uh, the West Caravan Campground. That's that's what it's called. <laughs> oh, please, please give him a peck on the cheek for giving for uh, giving you that information. Oh, Caltio's heart will explode. Uh, we don't kiss nobody. Um, <laughs> thank you. Uh, of, um, of, of course, my lady. Yeah. <laughs> it's like every time he calls her my lady, she just kind of gets this like, you're crazy look um crazy about you pure joy right right thank you and she like squeezes his shoulder as like in thanks as she walks to the group and Calty, if you're if you're watching that exchange because it's like she picks him up and he's oh. like oh oh Calty's my watching. lady uh as she walks back into the tavern like he looks just like longingly for a moment and then it's one of those where he realizes like, he can get back on with his duties, and so, like, he, he kind of snaps out of it and heads out of the tavern. Uh, Calty's going to uh, call, or at least try to get, get Emma's uh, attention and give her two thumbs up and a, <laughs> and a, and a uh, mischievous smile. Give her just a, just a mischievous, goblin smile. <laughs> Calty, like, give him, like, a shrug, like, what? I don't get it at all. <laughs> Yes. It's okay. So, Calty. Calty's not a horny bard, but he is a drama bard. What's <laughs> <laughs> that so, on it? So, 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 Kaylin, after handling Erlum and sending everybody off, comes back over, and and so, uh, <clears throat> so that uh, business partnership. What do you say? So here's my question for you uh, an initial question how do you and maybe the people of this town might be important as well feel about my kind that being goblins well are are there animosity that here well i guess it would depend there are tribes of goblins that cause all sorts of problems and then we occasionally have the goblin traveler who comes in and is as civilized as any one of us and I'm sure there are some, you know, preconceived notions of goblins, just as there can be about orcs and minotaur and centaur, but for the most part, I would like to think the people of Tribor are um, fairly, uh, fairly welcoming. Well, so I've had, I don't know how much you know about goblins, but they're a pretty uh, subclass, lower class citizens, even amongst themselves. <laughs> And uh, I've had for some time an idea to maybe give them, give my people an opportunity to make a living going straight, as it were. If I were to sign up with you and someday down the road set up a, maybe a, a trade route or a trading company, would that trading company be able to do business in Tribor? And maybe... We would have some sort of uh, base of operations for Tribor here. I mean, I'm not in charge of like city city growth and and stuff like that. That would be the Lord Protector, but um, we have we have trade businesses all over the place in Tribor. I don't see why it would be a, a problem to have another trading business. And uh, my my employees, who would be Goblin would have a, a place to, of respite here at this bar. Assuming they do not destroy the place and that uh, 
if they do damage, they would pay for it and wouldn't run off other patrons. I, I don't see why it would be a problem. I plan on making sure that's not a problem for my organization, should it ever be a thing. But I see this investment opportunity that you have now proposed as a, uh, a stepping stone into commerce that I am interested in. How much are you looking for an investment? Well, any any amount of investment will help spruce in the place up. I have, and he, like, pulls out a ledger, you know, and, like, flips to the very, very, very back of the ledger. And he goes, mm-hmm. I have actually itemized all, everything it would take in order to get this place exactly the way I would like it to. And that would be to renovate the entire place, fin- or fix the damage that has been done, sprucing up the stage, get better furniture, and turn this into a true tavern and theater. It would take 350 gold. Um, this is a out-of-game question. How, how much are Kalti's earnings or share of the earnings? Because I have not written that down yet, and I don't remember. Did we, did we have like a, a, a place where uh, we were putting that down? We loot. we yeah. got our gold, and we already shopped. Like, oh yeah, we have four hundred fifteen from selling all of your items. Is yeah, that for all of us. Yeah, that that's for um, each of us. that's for selling all of the things that you guys have acquired up to this point. That does not include any of the gold pieces that you have also marked down in your character sheet. That's just all the stuff you've sold. And is that? And it says uh, each. We got four fifteen each. Correct. So I have at least four hundred. Well, how much? Gold. How much did you spend when you were supplying up, leaving nightstone? Oh shit! Oh, did have you not been keeping yeah. track of your expenses, Calty? Hmm. Naughty, naughty, naughty! Oh, man, really nobody's gonna want to go into business with you. Sounds like a true investor. <laughs> <laughs> and that broke. Well, I mean, right. at, this, at this point, it, we don't do this. Emma's I never come pl- the Kelty, need to talk. Uh, okay, Emma, can I, can I have like, give me five minutes? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Leave it at the ground. Um, okay. Uh, shoot. Uh, she's just me. gonna stand there. Okay, that's fine. Um, crap. Now, now you put a time crunch on Kelty, and I'm trying to figure out what I'm gonna do. Um, so both have nervous meltdowns about two yeah. totally different things. So, yeah, one is significantly less important than the other, and I understand that, but it's important to Kelsey. Um, so Kelsey doesn't know stuff. the importance of the other one yet, so you know that's we, fair. We we bought stuff. Uh, shoot, I don't know what we bought. I'm so used to not playing a character that cares about money. I don't actually keep track of money. All my characters are like poor paladins who just run around. And it's like, oh, I need something sharp. So, okay. um, so I know you said you bought, bought a, a new rapier, so you have two of those. Yeah, I bought a new rapier. Did you buy any potions? Mm, I thought we couldn't buy potions. No. And I, no. Oh, that's right. Oh, you could only buy uh, antitoxin and antivenom. Um, no, I only bought a rapier. Only a rapier. Which you didn't was... buy anything else. No rations, no nothing. No. Then yeah, you still have like, like, three hundred and ninety gold. I don't know how much rapier is off the top of my head. It's twenty five. Oh yeah, so you still have like three hundred and ninety gold. Okay. Okay. Calty is going to say, "Give me the night to think about it, and I'll make my decision in the morning." And, okay. And he goes, and he goes very well. But let me, let me, before I'm, we haven't even actually talked about the investment amount. Like we're. You know, you're just gonna invest and give, keep me, uh, or allow me to maintain ownership. Do you want any of the profits or anything? Oh shoot! I, yeah, I, my apologies. <laughs> you guys I'm, are gonna uh, have to discuss this in the morning. Oh, 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 oh very, very well. Okay, we will, we will discuss this in the morning. My... Oh, she is angry. <laughs> I know. Jeez. Um, Kelsey's gonna jump off the stool. Because it's higher than he is, and uh, hur- hurry over with Emma to the rest of the party. Maybe if you weren't so high, then <laughs> Pansy. As you are traveling down the road, uh, Orlam is just basically talking to you about Tribor. 
and I will send you some information about what you get uh, from this conversation. It's just kind of like vague information, who owns what shop, that kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you get back to what appears to be a like a workshop, if you will, with multiple caravans and wagons. Uh, it looks like there's like a basic uh, forge there, but not for weapons, but for metal pieces like uh, nails and spools and stuff like that for wagons and caravans. Um, and then there's also two buildings. One looks like it's a like a an employee house, if you will, and then there is a nicer house on the property that Orlam takes you to. You see that the house is occupied, and it appears that not only is there Velcom that is a bodyguard, but he has two other bodyguards as well that are in the house. The other two bodyguards, when they see you, they, like, nod slightly, and once the door is closed, Erlem looks at you and says, Ah, oh, Mr. Spurlock, you were here just a couple days ago, not even a week ago, and you had your full entourage with you, and now you're back here by yourself. Did them damn hoppers get a hold of you? What happened? Yes, there was some trouble on the road, as there was also in Nightstone. In Nightstone? I didn't even know we had anything going on down in Nightstone. Yes, there seems to be some trouble. Uh, what can you tell me of the news here? Has there been any trouble? Business has been running good as usual. We're keeping a low profile. Um... That damn Lord Protectorate, though, I I think she I think she knows that we got something going on here, but uh, you know I've been keeping my nose clean, just been recruiting purely for the Zentarum. I ain't done none of that black market stuff, just like we talked about. Uh, everything's on the up and up for our front here in Drybull. All right, and how's the recruitment going? We got, we got seven more recruits right now that are going to be headed down with the next shipment that we get from Tribor down to Waterdeep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, have you had any trouble with Penny Giants? Uh, you know, I, I've been hearing, uh, hearing about some of the giant incursions going on further up in the north. We ain't had nothing around here, though uh, the last caravan we sent south it did get attacked by some orcs, and we found out that uh, you know some of them orcs are getting a little, a little rowdy. Uh, Mister Spurlock, I don't, I don't mean to sound insubordinate, but uh, all of this stuff I, I told you when you were here is not even a week ago, and uh, you're coming back asking you the same. You are being insubordinate, and you're questioning my authority. I'm asking the same questions because the answers aren't adding up to the trouble that I'm getting other places. Mm. Okay. Roll an intimidation. Uh, before you roll that, before mm-hmm. you roll it, roll an intimidation or a deception. 22. All right, Mr. Spurlock. I'm just saying, you were the one that told me to keep an eye out for anything fishy, and I'm just saying it's looking real fishy right now, and you know... Very important that the coming down from even the boss over you has been talking about we need to keep an eye out. So I'm just, pardon my, what you call insubordination, I'm just making sure everything's on the up and up. All right, Orlam. It's a good job. Ah, uh, and you say there's, there's just been no trouble here. The only real trouble that we're running into is that lower protectorate. Uh, I'm... She ain't made a move or nothing, and she ain't caused any ruckus for us, but uh, the, way, the way she looks at me and Velkin as we walk around town, like, I, I know she's keeping an eye on me. I know that, uh, that, that she knows something, and maybe she's just a diehard believer of the truth, but uh, I don't know. I, I think if the people around here didn't love her so much, I would say it'd be about time that we uh, make sure that Miss... Dorothra have a uh, little accident. Well, you'll have to hold on that. We have some more pressing matters. Yeah, uh, if the orcs give you trouble, just take care of them. And uh, if there's any if there's any trouble with giants, keep your distance. Keep your nose down. Stay out of the way. 
Uh, if, if, if you ask me to take on an entire tribe of oaks, Mrs. Spurlock, you're going to need to send me away more men, because I ain't going to be able to do it with the 13 people I have here. Mm-hmm. No, I'm saying if they mess with the caravans, do what you've got to do. And uh, I'll see about getting you some more men. And Mr. Spurlock is going to turn with a flourish of his coat and walk out. Mr. Spurlock, I do have one more question before you uh, before you go. And Orlam like takes his hat off and and puts it over his chest, and he says, uh, "Mr. Spurlock, you you said that your entourage was a." Uh, was attacked. Um, they didn't get your boy, did they? No worries. Oh, thank good. Thank goodness. That uh, that son of yours is turning out to be a mighty fine young man. I would have hated to see something happen to him. Uh, I'm mighty fine of all my men. Bond. Mr. Spurlock, if there's anything else we can do for you, we're here. And uh, do you need do you need an escort to the rest of your entourage, or are you going to be okay? I'll be fine, thank you. And walk out. All right, and you walk out. So you head back to the talking troll, full of information. Do you stay in the form that you're in right now for a while? Uh, I would go back to the washroom. All right. Well, you're you're not going to get there just yet. Don't don't you worry about that. You're going to meet the rest of the party as they're coming to look for you because Emma's looking for you, and they're going to meet you next week.